0: listening to the Pine Mountain Outdoors podcast where we cover hunting and fishing right in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains. You'll hear stories and real talk from hunters and fishermen both past and present. Thanks for joining us and if you enjoy listening head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and give Pine Mountain Outdoors a follow. Good evening everyone. It is August 18th. We're in the newly renamed studio. What did we change the name to? The Social Coyote. <laughs> Tyler
1: did. <laughs> it. Coyote. I I thought that's
2: what we were naming mm-hmm. your XOP stand. <laughs> the Social Coyote.
0: I thought the Social Coyote. Well, too. I
2: yeah, mean, it does sound good. The Social Coyote studio. I
0: like it. I like There's it.
2: a picture missing off the wall or something.
0: I made uh, it. mad he took mine down. That used to be rattling and <laughs> it was <hanging> up
2: there. <laughs> oh. I knew there was something missing there.
0: Oh, no joke. We'll have to get you a picture out there to hang up. With. I actually
2: just <laughs> noticed it. Yeah, for real.
1: Maybe that's why one's missing. I took one down. I'm going to slide my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one on the right.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a pretty, I it. pretty spot, ain't it? Yeah. I figure about, mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. It'll be t- 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 about 20 days. We'll maybe be standing right there again.
0: Yeah. Maybe find some more arrowheads right there. We
2: found that arrowhead it. right there. I don't give a there. heck if we find a single arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I want to find hey, some that on. Tyler, some horns. You see
0: that stump? Yeah. Look across the field from it. You see that ridge? Yep.
2: That's where the elk were at. That's where we're going. Where
1: the big bulls are.
2: That's
0: what
1: they
2: say. That's where they were last. Well, a couple years ago. Well.
0: Um. So we, or well, Wilbur's brought his. Uh, we did this last year.
2: Yeah. I think and, um... For about the same time, probably. Pre-elk season.
0: Yeah, but we weren't going, and, um... Will went over his gear list. But he brought up a good point, and I think it's going to be very beneficial for Tyler to hear some of this. Um, because you started getting your stuff packed up. So, Will's brought his gear list, and we're going to uh, pretty much just cover
2: it. Yeah. I've yeah. actually got prices and all, um... Uh, if you've listened to us before you probably know that I'm a gear junkie a little bit. But um where you where you want to start with? Clothes?
0: You got it categorized there?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I would say yeah. Start with
2: clothes. That, um So I broke <coughs> I broke the clothes down into worn and packed. And this let's so, specify
0: first though, I guess, because we're this is uh we're talking about for um uh archery season, Elk Hunting, Colorado Mid September. Mid September, five thousand to ten thousand
2: feet. Yeah, probably planning on lows in the mid thirties. We can go as low as about mid twenties. Probably I could mm-hmm. be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then highs around sixty, sixty five generally. That's yeah. what what we <clears throat> what we look at. But uh, so if I was packing my XO right. Um, your backpack. My backpack, yes. So tell us what you're carrying. Well, well first I, I want to start with what I'd wear go first. With what you wear. So yeah. I've in the last four years probably I've transitioned everything to Moreno, and most of it's First Light. So I would wear their long boxer brief, First Light's long boxer brief, in the wick, which I really like. Um, and then I've got <clears throat> the Obsidian Foundry pants that I would wear. Over that, I wouldn't wear any leggings unless it was really cold. Uh, we're talking like 30, and we're not moving that much. Um, and then for like a t-shirt, I like the Wick short sleeve by First Light, and the Kiln hoodie over top of that. And that, honestly, that kept me like that. On two years ago, I wore that every day. I don't think I left camp with a pair of leggings on, or anything over top of that um so you know and it because you're moving so much elk hunting it it covers a broad range of of temperatures too so you can stay warm if it's cold and you can it's not too warm if it's 50 55 60 even there was some days i think it got what 70 some one day and so I would take Lone the savings. yeah, I would take the the kiln off and just hunting short sleeves, yeah. and it was plenty comfortable. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that, that
1: wick stuff, it's great
2: when it's hot. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and then I I really like those darn tough medium socks, the medium hiker socks. They're like I think they're like a full pad or something like that they call them. Yep. But uh, they're really comfortable and they keep your feet good and dry and you don't have to worry about you know if you sweat a little bit it wicks it off. It's it's good stuff and then uh my boots my list here says the mendels and i do like the mendels moderately but i'm just having a hard time getting them broke in uh so i'd probably go with my danners which are the i don't have them on the list anyways
0: those lightweight danners
2: yeah they're uh, uh i can figure out. i don't know they're they're they sell them at bass pro um
0: the they're not the pronghorns
2: no. Vital. Yeah, the dinner vitals. Vitals. I've had a lot of luck out of those and they're not a very expensive boot. Like well, I think they've went up but hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy dollars, something like that. And they're man, I'm telling you, I've I've wore those things for like five years now and they've been great, honestly. They've been really good. Um but moving on, so um depending on what the weather forecast was, um, I would pack my sawtooth vest in my pack um always always i would carry another pair of socks right and i would switch out every day yeah um and generally and i got this i got this idea from trent fisher on born and raised so like we go in day one right we set up camp next morning we tear down i put new socks on the next morning right then i the first time we cross water i wash the old ones out hang them on my pack to hunt behind me the rest of the day. That way they're drying all day long. Next morning, I put, you know, the previous days on, you know, just kind of swap them every day and wash them every chance I get. Kind of thing. And not really wash them, just more or less like rinse rinse them out in the creek, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really all you need to do with that merino.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. And
0: two, if they're wet, um, last year... I can't remember where I picked this up at, but if you put them in your sleeping bag with you at night, they'll dry out. Yeah, everything will dry
2: out. They're good. I, I, when we were truck camping, I, I got a piece of paracord that just runs across the top of my tent. Yeah, and I hang stuff like that in there, and it dries out overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's they're they're really good and and they'll dry out really good and fast. Um, if it's going to be pretty cold, or I think it might get pretty cold, I might take the fuse long johns. They're pretty thin, and they don't weigh anything, and so I'm not sacrificing a lot by taking those. Um, and then I might throw the Klamath hoodie in there too, if it's if it's if I'm expecting temperatures to get, you know, if we're waking up and hunting in the 20s early in the morning, cool. I might throw that that Klamath in there. It's a fleece hoodie, so it's yep. just a touch warmer than the the, the kiln.
1: I think it's like a grid fleece. If yeah, I yeah, yeah. Right. And I like
2: deer hunting around here. I stack them a lot. Yeah. I'll put the kiln and then put the Klamath over top of it. I don't know if i do that out there. Just based on the climate, you know, you don't really necessarily need it most of the time.
0: I'll either wear that <coughs> wick short sleeve tee as a base, and if it's not too bad in the morning, I'll wear that. Um, it's called something different now, but it's that Chama quarter zip. Yeah, it's that's a, the
2: it's the Klamath. That's what yeah. they call it now. That just
0: shows you how good I bought that stuff back in two thousand eighteen and it's yeah. still holding up. Yeah, it's but good stuff. I'll either wear that one or the Halstead fleece, which is the grid fleece now. And I'll just wa- wear one of them. I don't know, like a really Oh, cool. I was mistaken the
2: Chama is the kiln. Sorry. Yeah. The Chama what used to be the Chama or what they used to call it the Chama, they now call it the Kin Kiln. Yeah. The Halstead is it's now the Klamath. the Klamath. Yeah. Sorry. I confused that for a second but I'll
0: wear one or the other now that one morning we got up and it was cold the, the last time we went and there was frost remember we was hitting yeah. that knee high frost I yeah. think I had both of those on that day but I took them off not long after the sun came
2: up you run a little cold anyway yeah. I mean like I've been with you before yeah I
0: shiver <laughs> That's what I tell Tyler earlier. he probably like it when it gets a little cooler I freeze to death I mean, when, yeah.
1: once I get moving I'm fine I'm, yeah. I I get real hot
2: Yep, and it's, and I'm kinda the same way. I don't I don't necessarily like burn up, but I moving I can stay warm enough. You know what I mean? And then lastly in my pack for clothes or slash footwear is a set of crocs. You gotta have a pair of crocs for a round camp when you're there. Or creek crossings, if you get a deep creek crossing that you, you know it's gonna be up over your boots or whatever, they come in handy there. Um definitely a integral. Peace, in my opinion, uh, that's a
0: touchy subject to a lot of, a lot of a lot yeah, that of surprises <laughs> me really. Like I, I didn't expect that. Like Tyler, do you? I don't know if you look at them messages, but we did that badges and bows contest.
1: I saw that you guys were getting a little bit we, of flack over the Crocs. The Westerners,
0: I don't know if it's just, I don't know, man.
2: Maybe they only wear them like that, and just not because I've seen a lot of Western dudes like hunting with Crocs on their pack. Yeah. Maybe. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe those dudes are just out of touch. They're like firemen <laughs> or something, and they, like, they don't know. They just, they, they think they got to be big and bad uh, and macho. Cause, you know,
0: on. there's no love lost there, boys. Um, yep. But yeah, I'm a big advocate of Crocs, Camp so, Crocs, yeah, especially. There's nothing better than taking those boots off. At the yeah, end of I've got, the
2: day. I've got dress Crocs, Camp croc, Crocs, Furry Crocs, House Shoe Crocs.
1: I'm gonna say my crop gang. Man. I got yeah. them all,
2: man. Anyway, so. What well,
0: mess is yes. something you didn't mention that I don't know if you're going to in your backpack? Are you taking a rain jacket?
2: Not generally. Uh, I do have. My my plan was to. I've got a footprint for my tent. And so my plan was to take my footprint and tie. If we say we got in a heavy rain that we're going to, you know, potential to get soaked or whatever, tie my footprint out like a tarp and just. Wait it out you know what i mean uh-huh. and i mean here's the thing if like if we're hot on a on a screaming bull then i don't care to get wet right you know but if it's one of those things where like we're going to buckle down for a minute just tie that tarp out and we're good to go because i mean i've got i'm carrying paracord anyway mm-hmm. so why not tie it out and just be dry for the however long it rains i mean you know out there it doesn't it's not going to be an all-day storm. If it is going to be an all-day storm, we're probably stuck in the tents anyway.
0: Yeah, I, um, I like that. I think I, I, I probably will pack one in my clothing tote, but it's just going to be like a like, thin frog-tog jacket. Yeah. And this is going off statistics. Uh, so this will be this will be like, this is after 30 days out there Mm -hmm. i've never worn a rain jacket Uh it's never rained it rained one. it rained on us the first day
2: the first day last year but it it quit right after daylight Mm -hmm. and it i I was thinking like everything would stay wet like it does here for you know most of the day dude it dries out in like a couple hours Mm -hmm. and so i and i mean i will have in my box at camp a um I forget what they call it it's like the the old um army poncho poncho yeah but it's got grommets in it like a tarp too mm-hmm. and so i i do keep that rolled up in just in my box and i guess you know if, you know, i i don't know it probably wouldn't hurt to throw in my pack but i just always felt like that i'm already carrying the footprint for my tent which i probably shouldn't be carrying that anyway either so why wouldn't i use it for that also right you know
0: that's a good idea i may carry my footprint too yeah, like that. Well, never mind. Varner's got something for us. You've got those tarps, don't you? Uh, kit tarp. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Did
0: you yeah. Go order a tarp from uh, uh six a.m. out? Six a.m. Or oh yeah. Vm. Yeah, V-M. We don't like know what it's called.
2: Well, they call it six. I I don't. I was watching Real the other day. They called it six a.m. But it's spelled V-I-A-M <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's the Roman name. Right? It's confusing me.
0: Anyway, so all right, I answered that question.
2: Yeah. Anyway. So I guess logically we go into sleep system, right? Yeah. Because that's also going in your pack. Uh, My tent is a King's Camo XKG two-person. It retails for $320. And it was just kind of, I had my eye on a Nemo. Um, It's the first light version of the Nemo two-person. I think it's a tracker. I believe is what it's called. What's Um, this? the tent the tent is that the tent you're taking no that that's what i had my eye on a couple years ago and they just never did have them in stock i did look a couple weeks ago and they had them in stock and i i was like man i should go ahead and get it but i I didn't because i i mean i do like the tent i got it It don't weigh a whole lot i forget i don't have the weights on here but it's it's not much i mean for a two-person tent it's not much um i mean it's not like tarp and bivy sack light but it's for a tent with poles it's 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 pretty reasonable um and then I got the uh also the King's Camo X K G Summit twenty degree bag. It retails for one seventy. Um which and really out of all this stuff, that's the two highest price things that I've mentioned other than my boots. Yeah. Like and so it kinda makes sense to me to have those things cost a little more because, you know, comfort and rest is everything out there in my opinion, like if you're going to hunt hard, you got to rest hard too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, also i got the climate v- static V sleep pad. That's a $75 retail price at Bass Pro. That's those a, are, crucial. Dude, they're plenty comfortable too. Like to be, I mean, you, you know, you can spend however much you want to on a pad. Some of those pads are two, $300. Even on a cot that helps. Oh, shoot yeah, i put it on my cot too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, and then, uh, Another creature comfort is the uh, Nemo Philo Elite Pillow, yeah, which I did find with it, it's it's sixty dollars before I get ahead of myself. But I did find with the elite version of that Nemo Pillow, it's a little too wide for my hood on my mummy bag, mm-hmm. and so I kind of fought with it some, and I ended what I ended up doing is I deflated it like halfway and then folded it under itself cool. so it would fit down in there and stay, you know, like kind of puffy, and uh, that worked out pretty well. But um, actually, I actually kind of meant to replace that and forgot, but it's too late now, so I'm just going to go with it.
1: Yeah, so you actually do run a mummy bag.
2: Yeah, yeah, my bag's a mummy bag. I, I'm, I'm. It's one of those things. It's like I'm not. It's not my favorite, but it's, it's just a like a lightweight sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you can you can get the wider bags and they weigh just a touch more, or you can get the mummy bag and like just waller around in it and get it comfortable and then you're fine yeah. kind of that's what i found out anyways because i was i was kind of worried about that but it it worked out just fine honestly
1: I'm, i went with like a nemo forte got it in and i it was just too snug for me i couldn't hardly stand it so yeah i'm sacrificing a bigger bag just so right just for comfort
2: and, and that's that's okay you know i don't th- i don't see anything wrong with that because yeah. like i just said i mean you got to you're hunting hard. You need to sleep and rest hard. That's what I thought. You know? I
1: was like, I'm, yeah. I don't know the, how good I'm going to rest. i just, I never hard. heard
2: anybody say that, by the way, either, so I just kind of came up with that on my own. <laughs> Are you gonna I rest think we're going to coin that one.
0: Yeah. That does yeah. sound pretty good. So <laughs> I, I'm opposite, though. You're I'm on the pro tip list. I, like,
2: um, and I guess
0: it's all personal preference, but like I like a tight mummy bag. I just like to be in there and I can't I sleep with my feet,
2: up. like, together and stretched out. I, like, I pull one foot up a little bit yeah. and, like, sleep with my knee bent oh, okay. some. Are you side on sleeper? Side and belly I'm sleeper, a, yeah. I'm a, I'm
0: a, I got sleep flat on my back.
2: Yeah. But, I, like I said, I made it work last year. Mine, mine gets a little bit wider, like, up towards your hips and your waist. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to, like, get that knee up there and just get it just right and kind of yeah. get comfortable, you know.
0: So I don't even think I'll take my little tent this year. I'll probably just – I'm just going to leave my big tent, just take it yeah just save space and uh not have to worry about packing it anywhere
2: right and uh i
0: mean if worse comes to worse man just sleep sleep under the stars i, I mean i
2: got a hammock you said yeah you i'm, gonna, a hammock t- I'm gonna take a hammock so i mean it's in my it's in my bag i don't even know what brand it is i caught it on sale for like 12 dollars at walmart yeah and i've i've hung it and in, in like got in it one time just to make sure it wasn't going to like rip out the bottom and <laughs> fall out of it but uh it's uh it weighs like ounces like yeah. maybe six or eight ounces it's super super light uh and just tied out with paracord which again i'm already carrying paracord so you know uh duh, 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 duh. what about a kill kit staying in our pack for a while um i got the uh outdoor edge razor light knife it's a uh, forty dollars at Cabela's or Bass Pro. It's it's a good little knife. Extra blades. I carry five. Yes. Extra blades, and it I f- I I forget how much it weighs. It's like right under a pound. Yeah. I want to say it's so like bad. twelve or fourteen ounces with the blades, like blade case, everything's like fourteen ounces. I Those think. Those
0: blades are super sharp too.
2: Oh yeah, and the thing is, like you know, with, say I carried a Gerber for years, and one it's heavy it's a good pretty good blade but it's it's heavy and then like you get on a bone you're stopping to sharpen you know what i'm saying if you i can wreck these these outdoor edge blades and just set it to the side and change it change you know it. put a new one in and i'm back to skinning in heart but i think when i skinned when me and dad skinned that deer out up there i used one deer or one blade he used one blade and we cruised cruise through it mm-hmm. it was it was Good, which you know, elk hides are a little little thicker and you know, their bones are a little easier to get into. But, um, I carry a 50 foot, I've got a hundred foot on here for some reason, but I carry 50 foot of orange paracord. Um, that way, you know, if you got to hang meat bags, that I've already mentioned put three or four uses for it already. Uh, it's, it's just a good thing to have, period. Like, I don't, I don't care if you never kill anything you're probably going to use some paracord at some point or another on something just because it's so convenient um i've got two large contractor bags in my kill kit and those those were very crucial last year when i skinned that deer out on the ground because when you pull those first two quarters off before you you know um it you've got to have something to set them on unless unless you've got the born and raised bags those are really cool and i'm going to have a set eventually i didn't buy them this year but i'm going to have a set eventually if you haven't seen them they zip open and so they'll lay open you lay your meat on there and zip it closed it is it is the coolest system
0: um without that you're going it's going to take you're going to have to have two or three people just to get it in a bag without putting it on the ground right I mean, because that's going to be a big, heavy quarter. Probably have two people to lift it and one person to maneuver right. the bag around it. Right.
2: Yeah. Because I mean, like my bags are draw top, and I think y'all's are too. So, yeah. it's just it's. Uh, I don't know. They're not as convenient, I guess. the The born and raised bags are a ticket, but I just didn't. I just didn't buy them. This year, I will have them eventually. They look good. Um, I keep twenty five foot of orange flagging tape, uh, which. It's kind of one of those things that's like you're going to market on Onyx, but if something crazy happens, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Flag and tape don't weigh anything. And so you can flag your way in and out of a place if you need to, which I generally I'm pretty directionally sound, but, you know, never hurts to have it, I guess, kind of thing. Um, and then my game bags are the Elk Collective game bag set. Um, they're only 70 bucks on Orvis. They were a really good deal. They got reflective stuff around the bottom. They got good long strings on them. Um, like I said, we we packed that deer out in them last year, and and we washed them. Just I just washed them with my clothes, and they're stone white again. Oh. You know they were they were super bloody after packing that out, but it they washed right out. It was good stuff. And they breathe really good to keep the flies off. They're 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 for the price. They're really good bags. Yeah. So. We've talked about all the stuff in my backpack, but we've not talked about my backpack. I Bring think we're it. all we're all running an XO, right? Tyler's mm-hmm.
0: running a yeah. brand spanking new shiny one.
2: New shiny K4. 5,000? Mm-hmm. Is that what you got?
0: No, I think 30. No, what's 4,200? I can't remember. It's yeah. so new. We, we're yeah, each they, running a different generation.
2: Well, they <laughs> changed, Yeah, they changed <laughs> sizes this year. I've got I, a
0: K2. You've got a K3. And Tyler's, Tyler's got, got a K4.
2: K4. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, which is kind of neat. Day. We we should do like a demonstration like a like a comparison video one day. That would oh, be kind of cool. Mine's a
1: thirty six hundred. Thirty six, okay.
2: I got the forty eight hundred. Um, which th- my thinking was, I started to buy that thirty six. Mm-hmm. I think they had a thirty six then too, because yours a thirty six, ain't it? Thirty five. Yeah. So I started to buy that size, and they I had thought thirty eight hundred. Man, the way the way they're made, like they compress up so small. Why not go ahead and get the bigger? And then, because, you know, I mean, I'm bad to overpack anyway, so why not buy a pack so I can overpack if I want yeah. to? <laughs> and, yeah. and then, if not, I can compress it down enough to where it's like a day pack almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a hip belt pouch on my hip belt, which is super convenient for a phone or, you know, just whatever. Uh, extra release or chapstick or, you know, there's so many things. I end up starting, like, I leave in the morning with like my phone and maybe chapstick in there. And then I get back to camp that night with like a pocket full of stuff. So, you know, it's just a convenient little stash pocket. And I think both of y'all run them, don't you?
0: Yeah. I pick, yeah. I keep my release in mine.
2: Yeah. I got that nifty little, you got the release holster.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do too. I'm just always too nervous, but I, I think what I'm going to do this year is just run it on the side pocket of my vinyl harness. Yeah. And, uh, just keeps uh lighter and, uh, a few other little pocket knife or something. Yeah. And that little pocket, like, I keep or extra magazine or something.
2: Are you
1: worried about losing your release if you're running on your battle holster? No? It
0: tucks in snug oh, okay. there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like on in the pocket?
0: On the on the not the big pouch, but like yeah, that's the what I'm side, saying. Like the side pocket, like where down your in there. where your windicator
2: or something will go. Yeah. yeah. It tucks down in there again. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Other than that, I just got a, a holster. I got a Blackhawk holster on there. It's the the Serpa cqc so it's got like it's a retention single retention holster it's a i mean i've never been in a situation where i thought it might have pulled out but it's that peace of mind of knowing that there's a retention there if you get it hung on a branch or something like that it's not just going to pop right out you know
0: yeah um i got me a new one this year i had a filler make me a custom one for my backpack right there oh
2: yeah that's uh, all right.
0: But it fits a lot better than the old one does. Yeah. Um, like contour kind of, wise? Yeah, it, yeah. You can kind of see it kind of curved a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's just a, like a Etsy special, pretty much. That looks good. Nothing wrong with that. Definitely uh, need one. I'm going to try to run
1: one off my bino harness and see how that goes instead of on my hip belt.
0: Yeah. You got you one of those holsters for your.
2: Yeah. That's a neat idea.
0: So. you see F, yeah, they make them for your Yeah, arsenal.
2: I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I've just never really, like, considered it that strongly.
0: You got a chip? Yeah, yeah. You are, maybe you ought to try to shoot with it, make sure you've uh, you got clearance and everything. I'd say you probably do, though. I wouldn't,
2: I mean, I would think so. Does it
0: go underneath it? Yeah. No, yeah I'm it sure it right It's like a, out that yeah, way. Yeah, it'd be fine. Man. Yeah. That's a Dan Staten. He runs that.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, then I'm not buying one. Uh, I, I don't know. About, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, you know,
1: like if you have it on your hip belt and you take your pack off, you know, it's off of you, but yeah. if it's on your bino harness, it'll be on you. So I don't know. We'll That's true. That's a
2: good speak. idea. That's good thinking, really. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I'm trying to think of a scenario where I had my pack off last time. Probably just on, like, lunch. final I mean, stalk or something. Around like lunch, there. maybe. I mean, if, you're, if your backpack hunting i mean like you're hunting with camp on your back i would consider taking it off before i shoot but i also practice that at the house i you know i got my heavy pack set up right now and so i get out every now and then and shoot with it on just to just so i feel comfortable knowing what it feels like you know and i'm not like caught off guard if i'm looking at a giant elk or something
1: right if uh you know a day pain hit you and you want to drop your pack and go off in that's somewhere, that's a that's a good idea have it on you
2: I would hope the stink scared them off, but you never, it might attract <laughs> them. You never know. never know. You know, you get a good meaty diet or something. and Here yeah. comes a black panther out of Arkansas for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, for cooking purposes, I think we're all running the Camp Chef striker. Correct. Oh,
0: yeah. Absolutely.
2: That's one hundred and five dollars at Bass Pro. It's, yeah, a, it's a dandy stove for $100. You, I mean, a dandy. They,
0: they've been significantly cheaper here recently, too. I mean, there have been some sales where they've been $75. You can pick them up for yeah. now. I've seen them a few times. Yeah. And but the they little, have not had an issue out of mine.
2: That little canister. I've got on here the jet, Bull jet Power canister. Yeah. Uh, They fit in there, and you put everything in the pot, and it closes up just right. It's it's a, It's convenient, compact, lightweight it's a it's a good stove and i mean there's there's lighter options out there you know if you go with that uh what's that msr when the uh
0: it's a pocket rocket
2: yeah I but mean, there's no winds
0: the thing with these are the wind doesn't put them out those right. pocket rockets i've got one in there and the, when you get a stiff wind it's blowing the flame out it's yeah. aggravating yeah it's uh and and 2 you you've with those they're more stable you can kind super of, stable you can, you can cram them in the ground and
2: yeah well, and they got legs on them. I carry my legs. Yeah, the
0: pocket rocket—it's just sitting on the canister. Mm-hmm. If you've got a pot on top of it, it's yep. wobbly, too yep. wobbly. I wouldn't want to knock it over, start a fire—that's for sure.
2: That could easily be done out there, for sure, for sure. Um, let's see, spork. I got the Gerber Devour spork. It's a twenty-dollar spork at Bass Pro. It's Likewise. money.
0: Varner got me one. Oh
2: yeah,
1: it was a Christmas gift one year.
2: That's yeah.
0: good. I actually bought an extra spork this year, just to have an extra. It's a C to Summit. Hmm.
2: Mm.
0: Long handle is the key, though. You
2: gotta have a long. It's handle. gotta be long handle. I I have seen dudes carry like just like plastic sporks or or yeah. spoons or whatever, but then you got food all over your hands in the back country. It's no boy, no. Yeah. Uh, your water filters. I got a Sawyer Squeeze Micro. Thirty-four dollars at Bass Pro. Mm-hmm. I think both of y'all are running just the general solder squeeze. Yep. thirty bucks at Walmart. Those are bulletproof too. I mean, you know, I think you can milk what to like five hundred thousand gallons or something like that. Five hundred
0: thousand gallons.
2: Something crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's um. It's fail safe too. I've, again, not had an issue out of that either.
2: I'll probably not filter five hundred thousand gallons in my life. <laughs> Probably, no. Probably. I mean, just, uh, you know, uh, the bladder is my, I, I'm running the platypus hoser 2-liter.
0: Yep, same.
2: No, 3-liter. 3-liter. It's pl- a 3-liter bag. The yeah. hoser is a 3-liter. Yep, $34 again. And I also run a 32-ounce now, Gene, which I think you did the same. You're planning on that too, right?
0: Yeah. I, I think this year I don't even think I'm going to take a bladder. I'm just going to fill up those two. Um, 48 ounce now jeans
2: my thing about the bladder and i i've heard so many people talk about it but um if i've got a hose with the bite valve right there i I just drink all through the day yeah you know because it's easier you know listen i'm a chubby guy i can't hardly reach back there in my pocket and get it out i can get it out i can't get it back in Yeah. yeah uh and then so i'd be like Hey, want y'all to put this back in there all the time? I, yeah. I just don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I am that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely
0: that guy. It's just, yeah. it's
2: easier for me to run the bladder and then like maybe at lunchtime or something use Algae. So I just
0: like the, um, and I've never had the hoser leak on me. Yeah. It's never leaked. But I just like the two. I feel like if I if it's in a bind, I can use the algine for so much more than a water bottle. So, that's, I just like carrying the two big tall ones. So, it's about, it's right at a, it's almost a gallon. Yeah. So, two of those and about maybe a half of another one would be about a gallon. So, if I'm drinking that much a day, at least I know I'm staying pretty good. Yeah. So if I need to filter water, I've got that little, that weigh anything filter.
2: Right. So. That's another good thing about that sawyer, it don't weigh nothing. And you buy, like, I think my, my dirty bags are like just some, cheap walmart bags that i've had a lot of luck out of like i bought them thinking well if these bust, you know they're a dollar or whatever but they've been they've been great
0: you can use a smart water ball too
2: yeah that works um they thread right i think they come they come with two bags don't they some of them do
0: yeah two two dirty bags
2: yeah so you know pretty good that way um just uh, kind of like a possibles type stuff. I've got um, let's see. I don't want to get into that yet. Um naturally you're gonna need your tag. <coughs> excuse yeah. me, your tag, which this year they went up They're seven hundred and sixty one dollars, which whew, That's boy.
0: went up like a hundred bucks a year. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it was 560, $660, and seven sixty.
2: I told somebody that at work the other day and they were like, You're paying that much to go out there? I'm like, uh yeah. huh. Yeah, I kind of am.
0: Yeah, I, bet, I I dare you to go up there and ask my wife what a three-day Disney trip's cost. <laughs> a lot less than
2: that. And I, w- I would enjoy the Disney trip a lot less also. Yeah. So, um, I'm running a Phase 4 Matthews 29-inch Phase 4 bow. Zach's running a 29-inch Phase 4. Tyler, what do you got? A Hoyt.
1: Hoyt Power Max.
2: Power Max. Yep, old school shooting old, it good, too. Solid bow, yeah. He shot really well today. Gotta keep that grip opened up, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> made a big difference, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but whatever bow you're running, I mean, listen, people kill them with stick bows, yeah. Indians killed them with spears. So, you know, just uh, get out there and go is the main thing. Um, uh, I'm running the five millimeter axis by Easton Arrows, and I'm taking I counted up today, I think I'm taking 18 which is way overkill. I'm not packing it's 18. I'm just saying I'm taking 18 in the <laughs> truck. Because my plan this year is I'm going to kill a few spruce grouse, and uh, we're going to have some grouse one night not at yeah. camp.
0: I, I, now, there where we went uh, up the washboard road that day, mm. loaded with them. Yeah. Loaded with them up there.
2: I mean, we've seen quite a few right in there around where we're camping yeah. at. You know, so yeah.
0: And you think a rough grouse scares you when it
2: flies? Oof. Oh,
0: really? Those spruce grouse, man. They're a lot louder.
2: They're bigger. Bigger, like a chicken. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. And they don't—they don't ever fly far either. So you can flush them, and they'll fly up in a tree right right above you. Yeah. And you just pop them right out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try to kill a couple at least. Um. My release. I've got the knock to it. The gold version. Which was it's some kind of special release I think wasn't it? Yeah, I good. can't remember now. I remember when they came out, I was like, man, I better get on this quick, and I got it luckily. But it was. Thank you. Expensive. Actually, you ordered it here. Did I? Yeah, like
0: y'all seen them online and we're like, I'm ordering it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that, but I did. <laughs> it's a, it's a darn good release. It's it's, it's nice. those are rock solid too, man, for real. Um. A three UltraView button on there too. Yeah, I like the Ultra. I didn't have that on the list. I'm glad you mentioned it. Those uh, those new UltraView buttons are pretty pretty slick. Uh, they make two different versions. Ours is the more knurled one. I guess you'd say. Um, extra release. You carry an extra release.
1: Got an old true ball, I believe. I'm bringing with me. Yep. Yeah.
2: Zach, you got one, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott. It's, it's a. Scott Shark. It's an absolute necessity because you never know man i mean you never know what's going to happen in your release like yeah. you could lose the sum again for all you know for what it's worth uh i don't i don't necessarily see we're all shooting the knock to its but i don't and i don't see one of those like coming apart or something like that and the guts just coming out of it but i'm i'm worried much more about like actually losing it than yeah. anything yeah uh so i always carry an extra even deer hunting or any if, if i've got my bow i've got two releases always Try to do that too, I don't carry one in my pocket like some people, but there wouldn't be know.
0: there wouldn't be anything worse than getting back there and getting ready to draw back on a bull and realize you left it at camp <laughs>
2: oh man that'd be terrible that'd be terrible. i heard uh who what was the guy uh Appalachian outdoorsman guy
0: yeah Zach and him
2: Zach's buddy what the he was talking about there's a company out there that's got andrew yeah the the comp- the, i forget the name of the company now, but they make a a sticker. It says, Don't forget your release. And it's like in the shape of a release. It's a pretty cool looking <laughs> sticker. He was, he was right. talking about it on one of their podcasts.
0: I need that on like my truck door sometimes.
2: Yeah. He said, Put it on like your Yeti cup or something or your algae, yeah. something you're going to carry. Like that way you pick it up. I'm like, Oh, yeah. You know, I have done that. That's I have, a good idea. I've
0: walked out and left those before.
2: Oh, yeah. I've, I've got plumb up in a tree and dropped it out too. And luckily just had one with me, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, anything can happen. So, you, you know, you kind of got to be ready for everything. I might overpack, but I'm always ready. It's <laughs> another coin that phrase dude. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Um <laughs> uh, my rangefinder bino's are both uh Vortex. I got the Ranger one thousand rangefinder, which they don't make anymore. I bought it, I don't know, eight or ten years ago, I think it's been pretty good. And then um uh, packing the diamondback ten by forty two binoculars. Um really good set of bino's for the money. I mean you know, I think they retail at like three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <clears throat> there's better out there for a lot more money. I, when we were up there at the road show, I looked through some of those razors, and I was like, "Holy mackerel, man! These things are clear." But I looked at the price and thought, "Holy mackerel, as well." They're <laughs> yeah. they're they're pretty proud of them. But that's all right, you know. Um, I'm running the FHM or FHF Pro M Bino harness. Uh, I had it since we went the last time in Colorado, I bought it that year. And I've used it every time I've been out hunting since then, I've packed it. Turkey hunting, deer hunting, squirrel hunting. I, I carry that thing every time I go in the woods. If I go in the woods scouting, I've got it on. It's a super comfortable, I know um harness. The only thing I wish that was different, and they, they did change that on the new model that came out this year, is that it had like a flip open top, flip down instead of up. Yeah. Um, it's a little more convenient to have it. I, I really like your marsupial gear one that flips down and like magnetizes to the bottom. That mm-hmm. way it's kind of open and you just up and down, up and down. Yeah. You know, especially like, it's not it's not as applicable, I guess, elk hunting. I mean, you're probably still gonna run it with it open, but when you're sitting in a tree stand, it's so convenient. Just A, a lot of times I'll take my the flap on mine and just tuck it down in behind it's the same thing I do that way I can pull them up and down that way that's yep. so what
0: I was doing with that Vortex when I had Yeah, I, I almost cut the if it wasn't for traveling with it I would have cut the pouch lid off because yeah. I, I just didn't like the flop I
2: like, I like the pockets in the pouch lid for elk hunting and turkey hunting so I can stick some reeds in there but uh, other than that I mean it's kind of a hindrance but it's a super good harness uh, comfortable and all that
1: you changed the straps out on yours
2: too didn't i did i put the new straps that they come out with this year and i can't remember the name of them right off the top of my head Air. the airframe harness air maybe
0: frame
1: harness. but it, it's a lot more breathable too it's a,
2: it's quite a bit more breathable uh probably a little bit lighter weight i've not weighed both of them but it's probably a little bit lighter weight and uh it uh, i think just in my opinion the, from the time i've worn it it like stays in place a little better. It don't the other one tended to slide a little bit. If you had it just a touch loose, it would slide and move around. This one like it's kinda locked in. It stays pretty good, so I, I do like the new harness pretty good on that. Um I've got the rangefinder pouch to go on there. It's just the old, the original style rangefinder pouch. There's nothing special about it. Um calls I've pretty much exclusively ran the Phelps Maverick from just about since day one, I bought, when we decided to go a couple of years ago, I bought like an assortment from Phelps. Like I just, I picked out like four or five in different ranges just so I could kind of figure out which one was the best. Mm -hmm. And I stuck with that Maverick, man. I I mean, I can do, I can cow call soft or loud. I can bugle um, whines. I mean, the whole, I can make the full range of of elk sound, Mm -hmm. male or female um with that one call and that to me not only is it convenient but it's it's integral like if you're in the heat of the moment and you've got a switch to a cow call yeah or you've got a switch to a bugle call it's just like a a hindrance you know yeah. like it, it, i don't I, I wouldn't want that to cost me an opportunity and i can see that happening potentially yeah you know and yeah. so i've i've uh i've honed in on that maverick and we we've got a couple of those calls that Derek have made, Derek Homer and they're he's he's figuring it out. Yeah. I'll say it that way. I, you know, I'm not trying to be critical. He's a great dude and he makes an awesome turkey call. And uh he's just started trying to make us some help calls and so he's he's uh kind of wading through it. But he's he's got a couple that, that aren't that aren't bad I can I can work with. But uh overall that Maverick is just money. I mean money. Um, my Bugle Tubes, the uh, Phelps Unleashed. And I bought the shorter one this year. I actually got it for Christmas. Somebody bought it for me. And I don't like the mouthpiece on it. I don't get, it don't have as much uh, back pressure for one. And the mouthpiece, I don't, I can't, I can't do everything. I can't, uh, one thing I noticed, I couldn't, uh, uh, shoot. What's it What's it called? chuckle no I I can chuckle kind of with it it's not as good the ah, it. anyway there's just sounds I can't make with it that that I want to be able to make and it's just easier with that unleashed tube and it's a little bit bigger it's a little bit bigger around but I didn't it didn't bother me carrying it around a couple years ago so I don't I don't foresee it bothering me this year um I've just got a cheap set of trekking poles. I think y'all could probably talk a little more about your your trekking poles. <laughs> y'all y'all's trekking poles are a heck of a lot nicer than mine are, for sure.
0: Well, I've got those um, black diamond. They're the distance Z poles, and they are they break down into three. You know, well, that's one stick, but they're and they stay connected, but you just pop the. Pop the knob yeah, it was like it.
2: a wire or a cord.
0: Cord runs all the way through yeah. them. They're just super lightweight. Um, they're a little bit cheaper than the carbon are. Did You get the same ones.
1: No, uh, I've got the Leaky, Leaky, Leaky. Leaky, Leaky. How are you yeah. say it? L <laughs> e e k i Micro Vario Cortec TAs. Mm. Yeah, big long name, but they're super light and really strong and sturdy. Yeah, I'd actually never ran or used <clears throat> trekking poles until uh, i guess uh started backpack training for this trip and yeah then when we've been checking trail cams and stuff like that um i don't know that i'll go back in the woods without them i mean like i think they're really handy yeah, yeah. I, they are convenient I, I really, to have i really like it i mean but even if uh like you know some of these places we're going a little hairy with rattlesnakes yeah they're kind of good
0: just right yeah, out in front of you to beat one off snakes. maybe a little yeah. bit <laughs> For sure. I, I will tell you, I think that the, the trekking pole thing for me started when um, people started running those uh, primo shooting sticks, mm-hmm. and Dean was carrying a shooting stick everywhere and getting around pretty good with it, yeah. using as cane. I was like, he's on to something. Yeah. And then, you know, first trip out there, wouldn't have been able to make it without him.
2: Yeah. 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 I've been running the shooting stick for years. Yeah. Uh, before I ever had trekking poles, but. I just I got some cheap Amazon specials. I think they're about fifty bucks or so, um, and as long do, as
0: You've got something that'll do the job. That's all you need.
2: That's that's it really. I mean, mine are telescoping. They don't. They're one piece, and they. I mean, they they get down pretty short, but um, I don't generally use them unless I foresee myself using them. Packing meat would be about it. Yeah. Um, I don't train with them. I was actually thinking about this the other day because I was coming downhill. And I thought, man, it'd be nice to have some trekking poles right now just to kind of stabilize. But the way I looked at it, I thought if I can train my body to stabilize this without the poles, then when I have the poles, I'm going to be that much more stable, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I might be off base there, but it yeah. seemed it seemed logical yeah. to me at the time. It makes sense so, to me. Yeah.
0: The, <clears throat> the distance Z poles like we've – the ones I'm running are, and I did not pay this for them. I'm a little bit, <laughs> I'm bargaining shopper on this stuff, guys. But it, they're 140 bucks at REI. I had some REI points. Yeah. I think I paid. I actually, I didn't. I think I paid 70 dollars for them. Yeah. I something. got, I got, I had some REI points and I cut them on sale. But if you look online and some of this so. If you just do some digging, like, just by doing a quick Google search, the, the distance carbon poles, which are normally more expensive than the the metal ones, the aluminum ones, uh, they're usually 170 bucks, And at gear.com, they're $84 right now. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So, I mean, if you do some, your due diligence, I mean, you can, and then you could just go to Black Diamond, and they've got the uh, S20 Distance Carbon Trekking Pole. Mm-hmm. The single pole, sixty bucks. You can buy two of them for one hundred twenty. Save yeah. some money.
2: Yeah,
0: there's a bunch of different ways to go about
2: that. Oh yeah, and I mean, you know, like I said, mine are just some cheapo brand that I found on Amazon. They do me for what I need, but if you are looking for, a, you know, a whatever nicer set, there's. There's options. Everything. Yeah. There's options for everything.
1: Yeah, I, I caught mine on sale. I think they regularly go for like one forty so or so. Yeah. And I've caught them on camo fire one day for got them a little over ninety. I yeah. Think. So, I mean, the camo fire comes in
2: clutch yeah. sometimes. See, so oh, I've seen yeah. some good deals on there. Yeah. So. For sure. For sure. Um, other than that, just like some random stuff that I that I always have. Um, I've got. Um, I carry a Nemo chipper foam seat like a glass pad some people call it um and it's just convenient to have like when you're eating lunch or just sitting doing whatever you know like I, one time we got in on a bull last or a couple years ago he was like what maybe 250 yards away or so and he was in his bed and we knew he was in his bed and he couldn't he would not bugle we couldn't get him to bugle and maybe we could have got a little more aggressive but we were kind of kind of afraid to Cause we knew where he was and we we thought, let's sit here and wait him out. And shoot, we sat in that little spot for-
0: Couple of hours.
2: Yeah, at least. I think we napped for a good hour, <laughs> you know. And then got up, I mean, we were on him. Uh, we didn't get a chance to kill him, but he, uh, I think he eventually winded us. The wind changed after we got up and started moving towards him. Cause he bugled, that was what triggered us. We, we sat there till he bugled himself. And once he bugled, we started moving on him and uh, just got beat by the wind again, which was our common theme a couple years ago. Um, my power source that I carry, which I, I carried this a couple years ago, and I, I'm not going to carry it with me every day this year or this time, but it's that anchor power core. It's like a 26, almost 27,000 milliamps. And it'll, it'll charge my phone like four or five times, and uh, but it's heavy. It's really heavy. And I carried it everywhere I went out there a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I never used it, I don't think, ever once in the woods. So it's just one of those things, like, I'll leave it camp, and, you know, if I need to charge my phone a little bit at night, I'll charge it up. Um, but, uh, you know, these, these ones that Zach hooked us up with here today, they're pretty good little those chargers. I'm going to pack be, that around with me, maybe. Those will be daily takers. There. Yeah. Yeah, you could even – like that big one I've got. You could even charge those off of that one, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of work it that way if you need to. And they'd be good for like a camera or um, our Garmin's, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: you keep your heavier anchor back at the tent or whatever. And yeah, just yeah. Pack the smaller ones. Up right, right to you.
2: something lightweight. You know, yeah. something a little easier to pack. And that'd be that, that, that. That'd probably be another thing. Like I throw in my hip pouch maybe. Yeah. You know, or my lid potentially, but mm-hmm. maybe my hip pouch. I don't know.
1: I know your anchor, is it about the size of your cell phone, but heavier? Because mine
2: is. It's just a touch longer than my cell phone. Yeah. And a lot heavier, like yeah. significantly yeah. heavier. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's surprising. When I got it out of the box and I first bought it, I was like, holy mackerel, this thing is heavy. I,
0: I think I've only thing. got a 10,000 milliamp. Yeah. I've got That's one of those liner. smaller
2: ones, too. Um, And I'll probably, you know, I'm going to take them all because two weeks in the back country is a lot of battery power, you know. Yeah. But uh,
1: I think mine's a twenty thousand milliamp, mm-hmm. and this week's actually the first time I've used it. I've charged my phone five days off of it, and um, AirPods once, and I've still got a little charge left on it. That's good. Yeah. That's really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I now, think you bought you bought a solar pad too, right? Talk yeah. about uh, uh, well, just real quick, talk about your the setup for your CPAP, because that's something that. Uh, there's a lot of CPAP users out there, myself and Tyler being two of them. And uh, I, a couple of years ago, and, and this year we're going, I'm I i I'm not running my CPAP in the backwoods, but Tyler's bought a pretty neat setup to uh, to run his CPAP.
1: Yeah, I actually, um, I've been studying on this for a while because mm. I'm the type of person I've got dependent on my CPAP machine. If I don't have it, I don't sleep as well or yeah. I don't rest as well. And like right. you said, what, hunt hard, rest hard? Right. Right. So, I mean, if I'm going to rest, I, I'm, I need that with me. Um, so, I'd done some studying and tried to figure out what I was going to go with. And I thought I was going to go with a goal zero. And I'd watch a bunch of YouTube videos. And then uh, one day, I just happened to run across a video of a guy. Uh, his channel's Backcountry Hunter, or Backcountry Rookie,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I believe. And uh, I reached out to him because I noticed, he, he was bragging on a brand called Blue Eddy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's B-L-U-E-T-T-I, and uh, he, I just reached out to him, talked to him about it, and he said he's been running that he actually runs the same CPAP machine that you and I both do. Yeah, And uh, he sent me some information on it, and uh, I ended up uh, Waited till it came on sale on Prime Day. Yeah, I picked one
2: up. I think I I sent that to you on Prime Day. I, th- yeah. I on. yeah, you, were, you did. Which is so
1: funny because I was like, dude, you won't believe it. I was like, but I've got that in my cart already. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking here, trying to figure out. I went with the Blue Eddie EB55 as a model, and it's a 700 watt power station. And then I also picked up like a 120 volt or watt uh, solar panels that go with it. Hmm. Um, They're a little slower on the charge, I guess, Uh, but I think we're estimating, and I'm actually going to test that this weekend, I hope, Um, I'm thinking like a six-hour charge on good sunlight. Yeah. They make a 200, which is like a stronger or bigger solar panel that I think takes uh, charging time to about four hours is what the uh, backcountry rookie guy told me. Yeah. Uh, But... It's worth looking into if you need power out out in the field.
2: Right. I mean, and not just for the CPAP, but, like, for other things, too. It's something that I'm definitely going to consider before I go back the next time, oh, yeah, you know,
1: it's loaded down with features. On the top of it, it's got a wireless charger for like uh, cellular mobile. You know, oh yeah, cell phone like your iPhone you. just sit on there. It's got built-in <laughs> LED like lights on the back. If you need a light around camp. Yeah. Uh, four different USBs, a couple micro USB outputs. Yep. Four regular wall outlet outputs. I, I mean, it, it's. It's got it's, a tw- Does it have a twelve
2: volt plug too? Yeah. Twelve volt plug. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I know I've, I've I've done some CPAP research and a lot of the guys say that like if you use a 12 volt plug it uses a lot less power than using the like 110 plug that you'd use in the house
1: yep that's exactly what what the gentleman i was talking to told me to do also so i picked one of those up off amazon and i've test ran it at the house and it's good to go he said that uh he can turn down the heat and the humidity on his Mm -hmm. and i think. Get around two and a half uses out of one charge
2: that's not bad uh, especially running humidity a lot of those guys don't run humidity though
1: yeah i run heat and humidity on mine yeah and i just tested at the house to see and i ran it like nine and a half hours and it still had charge
2: that's pretty good.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't think it would have enough for another day right? But or a whole other night of sleep, but I still had enough charge to, like, you know, charge my
2: phone or, right. or something like that. Yeah. So. And, I mean, if it'll charge, like, in six hours through the day, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you just set know. it out at camp while we're gone, so. and then, you know, you're good to go that night when you get back.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, you've got the option, too. You can always charge it, you know, off regular outlet at the house or, you know, you can plug it in 12-volt into a
2: vehicle or whatever right. you need to do yeah it's a it's a pretty neat system uh there's a lot of youtube stuff out there for that kind of thing
1: yeah now the trade-off would be if you were packing around with in your pack all the time yeah because it is heavy i think it's yeah, like I don't, 16 pounds and the solar panels are 14 or 15
2: right so, yeah probably not applicable for like a you know if you're doing a backpack style hunt right which yeah. we don't we don't plan on doing that um i'm open to it if we have to but i do like my cot pretty yeah. good oh yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I do. Uh, the like the base camp setup and that's not something i really got into either it was like our base camp style setup but we've all like i've got just a cheap walmart tent like a ozark trail tent and i uh i forget the brand of, of my cot but it's just one i bought at walmart and it's it's plenty big enough and super comfortable and sets up off the ground mm-hmm. all that sort of thing um I didn't, like, geek out too much on, like, a base camp tent and cot because I already had that from camping other times, you know. Yeah. So I just take what I got, and that's what I would suggest anybody to do really is just if you've got camping gear, use it because it's just like camping in a campground pretty yeah. much. You're right there at the truck. So there's no reason to go out and spend a $1,000 on a, you know, big giant tent, yeah. wall tent or whatever, you know, which – I mean, I guess a wall tent would be all right, but <laughs> but there's no, you don't have to. It's not a necessity. I'll say it that way. Yeah. One, uh, one day. Yeah, maybe, maybe one day. I don't know. Um, that's really kind of it. Other than maybe like some possibles type stuff, like uh, in my med kit. Let's see. I've got a. I've actually got a whole other breakdown here for my first aid kit. Yeah, I'm here. Well, <laughs> we should. I, I'll. I'll. I'll tell you what I'll do. I've, I've got all this stuff on an Excel spreadsheet, and I'll send the. I'll send it to Zach, uh, and so he can post it up on Instagram or That's maybe put right. a link in it on our Instagram or something like that. Yeah. That way, y'all can get on there and look and see kind of how I've got it broke down and, and all that sort of thing. Because I know it's like a it's like a big thing for a lot of people, especially going out west. Is like their gear list and you know these. I was actually listening to an XO podcast today on their, like one of their Monday minutes where they had like a ton of questions about gear lists and how they people made them or how they particularly made them and all that sort of thing. Um, so, anyways, first aid kit. I've got uh, quick clock gauze, just one pouch of it. I feel like, hopefully, that's all we would need. <laughs> hopefully.
0: <laughs> I've got a bunch of them.
2: um I, th- I, I carry nice – I, carry, I roll off about five foot of duct tape, and I wrap it around my trekking pole, or I have actually took a I took a uh, pencil and broke it down to maybe like three inches, and I've got it like, just wider than the tape itself, and I've got five foot of that wrapped around, it's, and it's in my first aid kit. Then I've also got an additional probably three or four or five foot wrapped around my trekking pole because it makes great fire starter. I don't that's know if you knew idea. that but it's it's a great duct tape is a great fire starter. No, I
1: did not so. I, yeah.
2: That's good. Um I carry uh um, the Gorilla Glue minis. It actually took me some time to find those, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just one of those things that I went out to Walmart and ran across like I actually I think I Amazoned <laughs> them because I was looking for some specific ones, it's like a single use little tiny little thing of Gorilla Glue. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. I don't know if you ever used it. Um some of you out there listening probably have. But it's great for like a slice cut. Burns
0: yeah. like the dickens. Oh, you it know. it does.
2: It burns like hellfire, but it's uh, it holds as good as anything. It's it's pretty much like uh, what's the stuff I use in the hospitals? Uh, Dur- Durabond. Durabond. It's almost exactly the same. So skin it's just that. not like medically approved. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it's it pretty, works. Pretty I much mean,
0: the same thing. Durabond is. A lot more expensive than yeah. super
2: glue is. Yep, yeah. but and it holds for days, days. Um tape, absolute necessity. If you're not carrying Leukotape tape, you or Moleskin. Moleskin works about the same way, but Luco sticks a lot better than Moleskin. Um, last Saturday, actually, when uh, I went scouting, those uh, back to those Mendel boots. I told you I was having some problems out of them. That's that's it. They they tore my heels up both of them hmm. and i should have stopped i got like maybe three quarter mile in and i started getting that hot spot and i was like man i should stop and put some Leukotape tape on here but i didn't because i'm stubborn and uh i got back to the house and and it was like they were bleeding oh. like it was terrible and so for the next three days i wore Leukotape tape on my heels just so that my work boots or my sh- just whatever shoes i was wearing didn't rub <laughs> them off but um that stuff it sticks like. Honestly, hunting in the backcountry, I'm pretty sure, and I've I've heard people say this. I think one of the hunting public guys said that, like, if you wear it for too many days, it'll pull your whole skin off. Like, it will. the skin in the whole spot that it's on I've because it. it sticks so well.
0: I've done that before.
2: Yeah, and so I would I would suggest taking it off and reapplying every day. Uh, but it it's it's some great stuff underneath your sock to keep blisters down. Like, and th- they suggest like. If you're getting a hot spot anywhere, whether it be the side of your foot, uh, my pinky toe seems to be a problem sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Your heels. uh, Some people get some on the pad of their foot sometimes. Just tear your strip that off, cover that spot up, and you're good to go. Yeah, it's it's good good stuff. Um, Ibuprofen, Benadryl, pretty self-explanatory. Tylenol PM. That that was another thing that's on my list. Tylenol PM uh, because if you. I, I i don't ever use it here ever not for any particular reason i just don't have to uh-huh. and uh but out there sometimes some nights like it's I, I don't know if it's just so geared up or what it is but um it's like you can't go to sleep and yeah. you take some of that just a couple of time out off. Out, yeah. out uh it takes plus it's like super quiet too like bullet
0: think, bullet bourbon seems to work too uh,
2: all right <laughs> That does work for some people. I don't, I've seen it. I've seen a bottle disappear. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it, but it disappeared in a pretty uh, short amount of time. No idea, man. And I, There was some fellas in camp slept pretty good that night, too. <laughs> but uh, anyway.
0: Heard some snoring.
2: Yeah, there's definitely some snoring. Um, I deal with some heartburn, like most other people. So I carry om- Omniprazole, which is, I don't know what the normal name is. Well, I gotta, you
1: say that fancy. I, see, well, I got a pharmacist's wife. I mean, hit, she, me, you know, I'm See, I'm, uh, I'm always, I call it omnipraisal. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know. Is that
0: long hand for Tums?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's not Tums. It's the pills, uh, oh. like yeah. the, uh, Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Emma was taken for a while. <sighs> What's that called? It's
1: like for acid reflux. I yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just
2: for heartburn, acid yeah. reflux kind of stuff. But it's good stuff. I I like it. I use it most days. Not every day, but most days um butt cream necessity in the backwoods i prefer boudreaux you know you can use Dustin. i've got a selection at the house now you know i've got she'll be a year old soon unbelievably but uh with the baby i've got a whole selection of butt creams to choose from this year <laughs> so but again i I prefer the boudreaux it's not as like greasy feeling that's, that's why i like it um because you will get a little chapped out there sometimes um speaking of chap chapstick absolute necessity i don't keep it in my first aid kit i keep it on my person somewhere at all times because uh i was not a believer two years ago i thought my lips don't get chapped here ever so that'll be fine out there in two days i looked like i had lipstick on (laughs) it was miserable um so the next time we were off the mountain (laughs) i grabbed me a couple things of of chapstick and then uh, the last thing my first aid kit's a lighter um I've got on here that I carry too. I'm pretty sure I only got one in there. Also, put duct tape around the lighter because it's a great fire starter, and you can't ever have enough duct tape. You know, in in your stuff, it don't weigh anything, so just put it on everything. You know what I mean?
1: So I, all I've learned here is come to you for duct
2: tape and paracord. <laughs> yeah, if you <laughs> need okay. duct tape, if you need duct tape, paracord, or Luko tape, I've got you covered yeah. for sure, for sure.
0: Um, only thing I'd add to that a, a tourniquet, but I don't. I carry my tourniquet in my pocket
2: yeah i don't
0: rats tourniquet
2: i don't carry a tourniquet i don't know why i probably should i I
0: would have never thought to carry one until i seen that feller jab at arrow in his leg yeah and then i carry one i forgot one
1: was that donnie
0: Was that was uh no it was that singer
2: wasn't he with he was was hunting
0: with uh the elk 101
2: yeah what's that guy's name uh Corey Jacobson. Thing. Yes, he whistles when he talks. You ever notice that? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Corey, but uh, um, uh, he was pretty aggravated about that guy too. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs>
0: wouldn't, wouldn't you be?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be so. Uh, anyway,
1: it makes sense though. I mean, especially like you know, if you got in to breaking an animal down and a big animal like that, you've got two or yeah. three Pri-
0: guys working it. It's yeah. a lot of blades. Prime yeah. example of this: the guy at work was. Cutting open a uh, jar or a it's can. Just it just happened the other day, didn't just it? just happened the other day. Yeah. The, the knife slipped, went into his wrist, and he hit his artery. Yeah. Luckily, he got a tourniquet out really quick and got it on there mm-hmm. and
2: didn't. Well, didn't his wife have the wherewithal to. I think he
0: put it on himself. Oh,
2: I, I thought the way. Anyway, we'll not get into that, but. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, like, you know, man should have it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, truthfully.
0: And those little rats tourniquets, they don't weigh <coughs> nothing. They no. hold up it's like boot string. Yeah. But again, you can use them for a lot of things. And that like the now you can use that with a tourniquet pr- in certain places that where you couldn't normally use a tourniquet. Yeah. But what yeah. was the last thing? You said chapstick. I was gonna add me a few things here because 'cause I'd
2: Add uh, away, buddy.
0: I mean to order a few things because I oh. don't know. <laughs> I have not. You're uh, adding to
2: the old Walmart order, huh? I've
1: got mole scan, but I'm going to have to pick up some, what, Luco tape? Luco
2: tape. tape. Yeah, I've, I've, got, got for, I've, got I've, I, I've got two rolls. You ain't got to go buy them. I got plenty. Wanna hook me in? Yeah, I got plenty. We'll put some on your trekking pole. I've actually got to cut mine off my trekking pole from last year because I, I replace it every year because it gets kind of funky. Yeah. But some uh, sticky. It'll pick up. Yeah, some it gets stuff. sticky on both sides.
0: Yeah. I do, um, I wrap the duct tape around my. Nalgene balls and my trekking poles.
2: I got duct tape wrapped around a lot of stuff.
0: Duct tape and toilet paper will replace, Luco tape in man, a pinch.
2: You know, I don't, I don't have that on the list, but uh, it's got a, it's got a, um, it's got to be there. there is uh, butt wipes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I put the butt cream, but I don't have the butt wipes for some reason. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, I have to update my list a little bit here.
0: I really prefer. It's a little bougie, but I like the wet ones with aloe vera.
2: I I used some dude wipes the other day. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way to go, boys.
0: Straight toilet paper is yesterday's news, man. I, I
1: picked up <laughs> some good old Pampers that Bub used to use
2: back when. He There's nothing wrong with those either. No. Yeah. I mean, they're unscented. Those water wipes work good. Though. That's what yeah. that's what ratings right the whole time.
0: I don't care. After four or five days, I don't care what
2: it smells like. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna smell that. It, it, it probably helps after a few days to have something with a little bit of yeah. scent to it because, it gets a little rough. Yeah, it gets a little rough. Um, I mean, really, the last couple things, uh, in the first aid kit, I've got I've got some assortment of, like an assortment of band aids just for like little nicks and stuff like that. If you, I I'm I'm not much of a band aid wearer, but if you get one that's kind of aggravatingly ble- bleeding. You know, I've got a Band-Aid or two to put on there, mm-hmm. um, and then um, I don't keep this in the first aid kit. And I, I, I think I've got just a small bag with this stuff in it, just for a uh, uh, fire starters. I've got some cotton balls soaked in Vaseline, um, and you can you can you can take the cotton balls and like run them around in the Vaseline jar. That works pretty good. But old Boo Boo put me on something a couple of years ago that works real good too. Take like an old pan or pot of some sort that you don't care to ruin and scoop you a couple of scoops of Vaseline in it and heat it to where it's liquid. Then put your cotton balls in there and kind of shake them up and just coat them. And then as they cool, it'll go back to like gel form. But you put them in, I use a pill bottle. I think we was just talking about this just a while ago. Um, and it works great, you know. And they, they go up in flames super fast. And then I've also added uh this year i didn't take them a couple years ago is the uh uc something uco maybe Stormproof matches they're like waterproof matches they'll light i've I've tested them out i dipped them in water and lit it and it fired right up so those are pretty neat but yeah that's that's about it that's a good deal
1: Oh, headlamps. Do you, I do? Do you only pack one, or do you guys you know pack I two? I pack two. I've wondered about that.
0: I only pack one. If you pack one, just pack extra batteries.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do pack battery. I pack extra batteries. If, if like my headlamp takes triple A's, I've got another set of triple A's. Yeah. Right, three yeah. three triple A's for my headlamp, and I, there was something I used that used that I have that uses double A's, and I can't think of it right off the top of my head.
0: I also, I do carry a small, I mean, a real small handheld flash. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's like a little sh- stream light thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little clip that can actually go on your hat too, to, in a pinch.
2: And that would be good for like a handheld. I hadn't really thought about a handheld until honestly just now, but like, so you shoot one right at dark and you got to track it a little bit in the dark. Uh-huh. It might be nice to have a handheld other than, you know, a po- as, as opposed to your headlamp. Yeah. You know, just for a little more light. You can never, uh, if you've never tracked anything, followed a blood trail in the dark. You you can't have enough light, really. Yeah. Most of the time. So, which hopefully, hopefully, if we uh, were to hit one, then uh, it's going to be bleeding out both sides profusely. Son, that's the plan anyway.
0: Broadheads are flying good enough. You you take a shot at it; it's got a good chance.
2: Yeah, we got we got some pretty dialed in broadheads right now. See that's it. It's an O light, but that's it's got nice. a
0: it's got a clip right there that can slide up on your hat too.
2: I had one of those and lost it. I used it at work. It's a trick. It takes just
0: one. Um, AAA, oh, triple, a, triple, I think, triple, don't Yeah, one yeah. triple. A.
2: Yeah, it's convenient. So for sure, and they don't cost much either. I don't think. I, These are like I think it's right, like twenty five bucks 25 when I bought bucks. mine. Yeah, it wasn't much. But, so but yeah, that, that about covers it. Unless uh, unless y'all got anything to add, I know I mean, everybody's gonna run something a little different, but uh, yeah, that's just kind of what I run, and you know, being the goofy gear guy that I am, we'll <laughs> I do did a uh, lot. Of, I did a lot of research to kind of come up with this list and how I wanted to organize it. So we'll do
0: a little once we get this once we get out there, which we're under a month. Once we get out there, we'll have all this stuff set up. We'll do some videos and kind of show you what everything
2: is. Hopefully, after we've down to Big Bull, and we're just taking the day off because you know what, we've already got horns at camp, so that sounds good, that'd be nice, that'd
1: be real nice,
0: yeah, man. All right, well, will thank you, buddy, for yeah, sharing all that with us, Tyler. Did you pick up anything?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I'm gonna have to go back through and make some notes of a few things I've not <laughs> got. Uh, most of it's kind of little creature comforts, but I think yeah. all the major stuff I'm good, but uh. Like that tape that you mentioned. Yeah. Uh I don't have like a duct tape set up. That'd probably yeah. be something good to do. Uh butt paste. Uh I, you know, had to even give that a thought.
2: Yeah, they make it in, like little bitty things too. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. it's you know, it don't weigh much to carry or anything like that.
0: I used to use uh squirrel's nut butter. Yeah, it came in like a deodorant stick.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. I actually I I have some of that. Yeah,
0: That's so. it. All right, well, the next time you guys hear from us, more than likely,
2: it'll be when we get back. Gosh, man, I'll tell you. comes quick. I'm looking forward to it. I've um, been dreaming every night of Colorado.
0: Well, y'all follow along with us. We'll have some st- <clears throat> stuff coming up with that, and I'll get Will's gear list posted up on uh, Instagram, Facebook here pretty soon. So, All right, anybody got anything else? Yeah.
2: That's about it. I thought somebody
0: had something else.
2: I'm not gonna say that on podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, everybody's heard it on iTunes, surely by now, right? We're packing fudge rounds when we go. I guess we've got, uh, you know, us being from Virginia, we gotta give this dude a shout out, all right? This Oliver Anthony guy has uh, it uh, overnight stardom, like it's insane. And I, you know, what's crazy is. I don't. I don't want to get too far off on this tangent, but he seems like us. Like he seems like one of us. The man's music video had his deer stand in the background, and that <laughs> fired me up. I saw that. That was the first thing I noticed, honestly. Other, other than he's playing a, a dobro or some kind of, you know, different style guitar. Uh,
0: it's like a dobro. I ju- uh, somebody told me what it was called, and I can't remember. Yeah.
2: It. It's a. But the song just spoke to my heart. I said, "Man, this guy." he gets it he's got it he knows he feels the way i feel and clearly the way countless other americans feel so if you you, for whatever reason you're living under a rock and you ain't listening to this song then you need to go check it out because it's he's
0: number one overnight on itunes and i can tell you something conservatives aren't the only people that listen to music
2: heck no and that don't just happen for no reason
0: yeah. You know. Sproles messaged me and I said, What'd you think about that song? He said I messaged him asking him how much he wanted for that deer stand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's
0: wild. <laughs> uh, well, we'll wrap it up. We'll get uh we'll get out of here. See y'all
2: in September. October probably. That's more right. More like hopefully we got some more horns on them off. Got
0: see ya everybody
1: all right guys thanks for stopping by if you have any comments or any other topics you'd like to hear us cover on our next podcast leave us a comment or let us know on instagram thank you